Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we are going to talk about PDF patterns. So, Mom, this question is from Gail. She is a longtime member of the Self Sewn Wardrobe, and she says, I asked for suggestions of podcast right. topics. And she says, PDF pattern use for beginners, buying, download, saving copies, AOA4 letter. Assembly, taping or gluing, tracing versus cutting out. Longtime sewist here who had never heard of PDF patterns until I joined SSW. So, oh, okay. I mean, there's a lot. Well, no, she's there, right, and there is a lot to know. There's a, and yeah. there's a lot to kind of consider. I didn't really find it like the concept um, when they first started coming out to be, you know, super challenging. I but don't think you were around when they first. Started when they first, well. Out. Because I used to be only on the 8 by 11 paper. And that's the thing. And oh my God. This is super you unstandardized. Know, you taped and taped and taped and taped. Yeah, yes. this is super unstandardized now. So yeah, let's just dig into it. So first of all, what is a PDF? A portable document file is what PDF means. I didn't have to look that up, guys. Did I? Did I, did I look that up, Mom? No, no she I didn't just, look it up. I just knew it. I just knew what that meant. Um, so. So what a PDF should be is a file that can be viewed anywhere. So it can be viewed, you know, on a Mac. It can be viewed on a Windows. It can be, you know, viewed on your phone. Anywhere. Okay. So that's why, that's why they're in that format. I mean, it can't be just like anywhere. You can't just put it on. You can't like lift up a receiver someplace. (laughs) Lift up your rotary phone and (laughs) dial PDF. (laughs) Okay. So. It'd be pretty darn fun, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we so th- these PDF files are you know they were first used for documents. Okay. Right. Um, and now, I think the advent of these PDF patterns came when independent designers right were wanting to put their designs out there and not. You know, they weren't licensed by... So I ran into them McCall. with costumers. Yeah, okay. So okay. you talk, talk about that. Uh-huh. So maybe the costumer wasn't specifically an indie pattern person, mm-hmm. but they made some sort of period, period costume mm-hmm. or something like that, and they were like, you know, and they were writing blogs and all this, yeah. and they're like, and you can, you know, download this. Yeah. And I'd be like downloading 400 8 by 11 pieces of paper and they were marked you know it was 
And what was A, B, C, D? Well, yeah, you know. we'll talk about that. And that right, yeah. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they'd tell you how to put it together, but it was a taping nightmare. Yes. Yes. So the reason these exist, though, if anybody is like, what the, what the heck, you know, right. is it is a cheap way for a designer to put something out there. Yes. Okay. So they don't have to go to a publisher or right. you know, a pattern and maker and say, make this out, put it on this, put it in an envelope. And like now the right. way to do so. Maybe back in the olden days of the internet, you could like pay someone and then they could email you the file. Right. And now it's very accessible for someone to open up an online store and pay for a couple of services that will deliver these patterns automatically to right. someone, whether, no matter what time it is, no and matter. And print them on one piece of paper. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah so the Gail asks about that's, those different that's the sizes, good part. right? Yeah. Okay. So they're instantly downloadable. You know, is is what they is the the magic of them. Okay, instantly downloadable, and then, depending on how they're formatted, it's possible that you and a glue stick or you and a roll of tape could have a complete pattern. You know, in a couple of hours, right. possibly. So if it's the middle of the night and you want to make whatever a pair of jeans or something, this delivery method could just be so cool. However. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the different formats, uh, that, and that's where that's where that's where Gail comes in. Okay, she says buying, downloading, saving copies. Let's get th- let's talk about that before we talk about taping. So, this is very important. Depending on the vendor, you may only be able to download your PDF pattern a limited amount of times. Right. Okay. Now, when you buy it from me, the way our site works is you get to always go back to your profile. And you can download your file as many times as you want. And they are not stamped. What that means is, I believe that when I print out, like, the ginger jeans pattern from what is now Closet Core Files, it'll say, prepared for Mallory Donahue. Uh This is supposed to be a signal to the printer or, like, if you're trying to make copies, it's supposed to show someone, this is for Mallory Donahue. And, you know, Gail Bailey should not be printing out. Right. Mallory because Mallory Donahue's. paid for it to Mallory, be for her. Yep, Mallory paid for it. Okay. Uh, other places do kind of, like, email you a copy. There are PDF patterns available on Etsy. And I think on Etsy, it's emailed to you and you can go back and download it. I don't think a person can control that Uh on Etsy um, as much as they could on their own web platform. And uh, anyway, I so I like it if I can go back and download it as many times because if for some reason my computer that I downloaded it to crashes, I can go get it again. All right. But I understand why a designer might limit the downloads. Maybe they are worried about, you know, plagiarism or someone distributing the file too much or something like that. Uh, or maybe it has to do file with... File sharing. File sharing. Maybe it has to do with whatever system they're using, you know. So if you are worried, though, I would get a free Google Drive account. And I would put, put, it, there. put it there. Or if you have some kind of cloud-based system, PDF files are very small. Okay, like in the world of files. So you could have like a bajillion PDF files and not over blow your, you know, probably your free Google Drive storage limit or something like that. Uh, you will, 
you will be able to store quite a few. So, you know, store them in folders by designer, I would say, you know, if the, or whatever you want to do. I, that That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> you know, are you going to store them by, like, trousers? Are you going to store them by this? I mean, right. I guess you could actually store them twice. You could. You know, you could upload them yes. to your drive twice, and you could store them in two places. Right. So, the, but I that is a really good question, Gail, about savings. So if you think, or what if a company goes out of business? Happens. You know, happens. Happens all the time. Or they just don't make that pattern or offer that pattern anymore. That now, happens too. That can happen, but that is a really cool thing about PDFs is they can, you know, possibly never quote go out of print. Usually they'll keep an archive. Yes. 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 So and But you just don't know. But like that designer, if they're selling it, right. You know, why wouldn't they keep it up there? But like the website Indieso. They sold PDF patterns, and they shut down, and I believe that there was some kind of, like, procedure you were supposed to go through or you were supposed to download your files and, you know, whatnot. So that is um, – that's a reality. That can happen. So do save them somewhere. Save save a copy, and don't give them to your friends, okay? If your friend really wants the ginger jeans pattern or the Rhapsody pattern or something – you need to find a polite way of saying, hey, go buy this pattern, you know, because that's really not fair to the designer. You know, they spent time on that. And and if you think it is, my, my thing is, if you go to work and you get paid for what you do, why do you not think the other person should not get paid for what they do? And if you don't continue to support them, they won't be making any more patterns. And I said at the beginning that this was like a less expensive way for a designer to get their patterns. So what I'm saying is it's less expensive than going to a printer and having to place some kind of minimum order of a thousand. Well, you when know. you say it's less expensive, it actually makes it makes it more viable for them to be in business because yes. they aren't one of the big pattern companies, yep. okay? They're they're one person sitting down with a computer who's designed this and, you know, taking care in doing it. Okay. So I'm so, I'm one person sitting down at the computer for our right. patterns. But what I'm saying <laughs> is it, it it makes it makes it a viable business for them. Right, right. But what I yes. so what I want to say is even though we think, oh, PDFs and boom, and you put the file up and people can buy them while the designer is sleeping, they do take hours and hours and hours of, you know, this thing gets drafted, this thing gets tested, right. this thing gets processed. Some designers put their files in layers. So I want to talk about that real quick. The designers may layer the sizes so that you can just print out the size you want. Um, and then... Uh, you know, so that's a, that's an option. We'll talk about my feelings on that in just a minute. But uh, <laughs> or you can print out a few layers. So uh, they do take just as much work as creating any kind of pattern. They're just making it available to you in a different way. It's just like, why isn't an ebook version of the New York Times bestseller free? Well, it's because it took resources to write that book, like anything else. Okay. So then, so we talked about saving copies. Let's talk about formats. So you will probably receive a few formats of your patterns. And what are the ones that Gail names here? 
She says A-O, A-4, letter, blah, blah, blah. All right. So the different... Blah, blah, blah is really hard to download. (laughs) The different paper sizes. Okay, and these vary throughout the world. And I found this out when I was making our patterns because I was like, what? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know there were different sizes. Uh, I knew there were different sizes of letter and A4. So over here in the U.S., we print on letter size paper in most homes. And that's 8.5 by 11. And then, like, the home printing paper in Europe or Australia is, you know, a slightly different size. And then... There is copy shop, okay? So if you're printing out on a home printer, you are printing like 400 pieces of paper. Not 400, 40. Could be a lot. 60. Feels like a lot. Doesn't, you know, it really, it really could be that many. Okay, you are printing those out, and the designer has somehow created landmarks on, the, on those pieces of paper to show you how to print them together. So you were talking about numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And then along the edges, there's a slash or a arrow or a diamond shape. I've seen a, ones where the whole yeah. thing's gridded. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, and then the corner, like, I think ours, I need to go back and look and see exactly how I formatted it. But I did, like, the corners where they mm-hmm. come together mm-hmm. have A1. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. A, A2, and A3. Then, well, blah, blah, blah. and a lot of times they're numbered or mm-hmm. it'll be... A, B, C, D piece, and then, yeah, A1 one. is supposed to meet with B1 or right. whatever, however Exactly, it's done. Yeah. exactly. So those, somehow they're trying to give you these landmarks. Okay, taping and gluing and stuff. This is all highly personal and trimming. So something that some designers do is they just make the home printing version, like, small enough that it'll print on any paper right and then anybody you know can just print that and then you'll have extra paper on the sides right i just fold mine over and tape it together i fold one of the sides Mm -hmm. and i tape it and i don't cut it right but a lot of people do cut them and then they tape them and i just don't feel fine i don't I don't want to get out like another tool. I just fold <laughs> it and put it together. <laughs> and then some people glue stick it. Yes. So then there are some people who are only cutting off like the left always ribbon. the left side. You know, always, always the, the left, left side. And then right. they're gluing it with a glue stick. And I've seen people say that, that, that they just love that. Okay. I don't want to wait for anything to dry. And then I feel like the glue stick is actually not as permanent as I'd like it to be. Maybe I not. Maybe not. Other people do like it. So I don't want to say that it's not valid because I think Erin from Zemocked Sewing, she is super duper passionate about the glue stick. And so obviously it works for her and she's done that with a lot of stuff. Okay. And then that, so that's why part of the reason why PDF patterns can be magical because you can be up in your sewing room at 3 a.m. You can buy the pattern, you can print it out, you can tape it together, and you can be going to town. But there is another way that people have found that they like to buy PDF patterns, and that's where they buy the pattern, and then they get it printed somewhere else. <laughs> so you are taking on the printing cost in a little different way. Right. Like this. So they will provide the large format file that you can get printed at Staples. Um, there is a website called PDF Plotting, which is a wonderful website. I've used it before. Um I also, I use staples when we 
are testing something and I want it right away because they'll do it like within 24 hours and I can get it. And I think that those cost me like $7 for the 36 by 48 paper. And I'm willing to pay that to test things out. But if I am someone who's bought a bunch of PDF patterns and then I want to get them printed, I'd send them to PDF plotting because they're like $1.20 a page. And so you got to print out like seven patterns or seven right. total pages or, or whatever, but it's it's a lot more cost effective. Um, and there are several blog posts out there on the internet about where you can go to get things printed. And sometimes it changes. There are places that like I've seen startups pop up mm-hmm. that are like trying to cater to the sewing world right. and then they shutter, you know. Um, I've also seen people buy a large format printer yeah. when like a university is right. getting rid of them and they're like, well, now I can print off my own. <laughs> 30, they have them in their sewing room, you know. I'm, I don't know why I'm laughing. I would totally do that. I would totally buy one of those. Um, so the large format saves you the taping. All right. So it also lets you get it on heavier paper. Yes. This is something that I really enjoy. So I believe now that almost all garment sewing patterns are printed on tissue. Quick sew used to be printed on the heavier paper, which we just love so much. But now they're on tissue. Okay. And of course it makes it lighter weight and you can fit in an envelope and all that jazz. But I like to have the heavier paper, um, you know, instead. Uh, And let's come back. Let's take a quick break and let's come back and let's talk about like tracing and stuff like that hey ZD, wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you the leggings expert well yes mal that's why we produce the made to measure leggings class i teach anyone no matter their age ability or gender to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements and if someone is feeling particularly generous they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure you yes you can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the made to measure leggings class by going to sewhere.com leggings this online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace and you own it forever so you can re-watch it as many times as you need stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places i'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you no matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to sewhere.com leggings and get started today. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. All right, ZD. Do you think I cut out my PDF patterns? Team Trace? Team Trace. All the way. I do not cut out my PDF patterns. I do not produce my patterns in layers. <laughs> I force you. I do I do my best to try and force you to join That's Team right, Trace. Team Trace. 
Well, even if I had one that I taped or glued together, I still traced it. Yes. Because then it was like less pieces and less seams on the, yeah. If it's something that is not, um, okay, if there's like a one size pattern, like a hat. Let's pretend it's a hat that only comes in one size. Sure, maybe I'd cut it out. Okay. Or like on the ginger jeans, there's a big long piece for the waistband. Or I think maybe on the Kelly Anorak, you know, this big long rectangular piece. I measure those. Well, you can measure them or I just cut out like the whole thing and could fold it back. Okay. But I still trace my PDF pattern. So Gail was saying cutting out or tracing. Well, this will go to the heart of who you are as a sewist and... You know, you can decide who you want to be, but we are always going to be on Team Trace. And so I I trace those patterns because I want to have all the sizes. I mean, I I know there are some sizes I may never use. but You may someday be may, one of those sizes. I may be one of those sizes. I may have a friend who I'm sewing for. We also do the costuming thing. Right. You know, our lives really have been based around that yeah you know for a long a lot of theater based like they're just yeah we i think maybe that colors our decision to trace quite a bit like what if you were someone who only had ever sewn for you but i don't know but when i you know when i was a child sewer or young sewer and i wasn't making costumes yet i had i would have a pattern actually i remember i made your alice in wonderland off of one of Uh uh-huh it was a shirtwaist dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made that shirtwaist dress. For years. <laughs> like 12 different ways, uh-huh. you know, for years, right? And it was basically the same pattern. Or. And I would trace different parts or whatever Or you need it. to blend between sizes no, yep. no matter when or who you are right. or whatever. That's the other thing. I just don't want to lose information. This, the one time, I'm not sure how Jay Lee does their PDF patterns because they do have lots of sizes. And sometimes it will be like a leotard that is from like child's right. to extra large right. adult. You know, child's extra small to extra large right. adult. So, yeah, maybe I just choose to print the adult one right. and I'd print the child one separately. I don't know. I could see doing that. But I like to have all that information. I trace them. Oh, there are people out there who are like, I cut everything up. I can buy a new one for two ninety nine in paper pattern land right. or they're like I cut everything up I can just print it off again so that is that's totally what that's the, that's the conversation between you know team trace and team cut that shit out so the thing is is if I cut it out and I haven't made it yet then I've cut it out yeah see like that McCall pattern it, do you remember when I cut I was like oh I'll just yeah. I'll cut this mm-hmm. this time I'll cut the pattern. And it was mislabeled. It was wrong, right. Like, that mean, you know, I know that there's, like, confirmation bias, and uh, it's not like a study or anything, but <laughs> it's like, like but when we people all say, enjoy having like, it. Say, I put a potato in my sock, and I got over my cold or something like that. Like, that's, fever. that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But the no, one that, time. That's supposed to work on a fever. I'm okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. The one time I cut out the pattern, I'm like, oh, my, they mislabeled this. And, you know, I didn't even realize it because I didn't proofread the whole right. damn pattern before right. I cut it out. You know, I was cutting and following the guidelines, and then I was like, oh, well, I cut wrong because it was, right. you know, mislabeled. Because and, you were not used to cutting. Yeah. You're used to being team trace, no, and then you switched. And, and if I traced, right. it still would have been screwed up, but then I would have been able to go back and look, and and look like, at oh, it. That's okay. what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're, why would you cut up a book? I don't know. You know? Yeah. But if it's working for you, of course. 
do whatever you want to do. Our disclaimer, but if it works, it works for, for you, you, it works. Yeah, because, of course, there's somebody out there being like, you're stupid for tracing, but if That's it works right. for you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, so, yes, that that is uh, something I will always trace the patterns. And I resisted getting the large format prints for a while. I was just like, you know, when I when I bought a PDF pattern, I just traced, I, I just put it together, you know, with um, printing. And then I remember the first time that I actually did take the time to put in an order at They're PDF really plotting. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, yeah. this is good. Really nice. I like this. You know, just so clean. I enjoy, nice. yes. I enjoy having this large piece of paper. And, you know, the other thing, people always talk about storing. I think when you leave it one big piece like that, it's almost easier to store. Yeah. Just roll you roll it up, it up it you hang it up, yeah. and it's not in a bunch of little pieces. Now, your trace thing will be, but, right, you know, that's a different story. Um, and your trace thing is on the tracing paper, which is easier to fold and put into a bag. But I have a bunch of our big, uh, large format patterns on skirt hangers on our rack over there. And I really, yes, I, I do enjoy that. So I'd say that if you have some PDF patterns... Treat yourself to some PDF plotting and see how you like it. If you're in a different country, there are different places where you can print. I'll try to post some links to some bloggers who've got those covered because they have already done the blog post. <laughs> I don't have to do it. <laughs> um, it but there, if you find a place that you think is really expensive, like they're asking you to pay $18 to get one piece printed, stop. Because they are printing, they've got it wrong. Okay, sometimes you have to go and you have to say, print this like you'd print a blueprint. Okay. Right. Uh, or an engineering, what do they call it? Like an engineering print or I don't know. A draft. A draft. It whatever. was like somebody went right. somewhere and they were like, what? I can't believe you get these things printed. They wanted to charge me $40. You know, and we're like, no, 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 no. You know, something is, something's not right here. There's like a terminology is not being used properly or you're in the wrong place. Um, or they think you're printing in color or, or some, some such like that. Okay. So do, it shouldn't cost you more than like seven, eight. That's US dollars. Okay. So it could be different elsewhere. But then when you're ordering online from a place that's just doing large format printing all the ding-dong day, then it should be really um, inexpensive. And a lot of those places, when you upload the pattern, I know it's Staples, and I can't remember what it was like for PDF plotting. I think PDF plotting is a lot smarter than Staples um, about this kind of thing. <laughs> but with Staples, you get to see a preview and I can't remember if you could in PDF plotting, but I also, for some reason, like, trusted them more. Because they were like, you are printing a sewing pattern, aren't you? Right. And I was like, so yes, know. you know what yeah. I'm doing. You know, as I just trusted I trusted them more with my with my files and, and, and figuring that out. So, anyway, that was – I just, just want to throw that out there. But there are some places – actually, you know, I don't know if this is still the case, but a blog post I just came across, there is a sewing shop in Washington, D.C., I think it's actually Alexandria, Virginia, called Stitch Sew Shop. And they're like a small brick-and-mortar store, and they will print your patterns for you. And 
they have like a very enviable Instagram presence. I've I followed her since she's opened. It's it's really neat. So that would be a cool like a way to support a brick and mortar sewing store, you know, by getting your PDF patterns printed. And then there's always you could hate PDF patterns. That's true. It's okay. It's fine. Uh I think so you know, some of the larger pattern printing companies have opened up their services to the indie designers and have required like lower minimums. And I think a lot of indie pattern designers have gone to print faster recently. Okay. So it used to be, it's like, well, I'm just doing PDFs because I, I can't, you know, afford to get this huge minimum printed and store all these patterns and all that jazz. But the indie patterns have become so much more popular and people are finding an audience for them that you will find that they are maybe more available in print than you would have thought originally. And like I could get our patterns printed if I wanted to. Um, I haven't done all the research to go into that but I could do print versions of our patterns uh, so if you do want patterns that you don't have to tape together you can probably buy paper versions of a lot of the indie patterns that you see nowadays and but this is where you may see the pdf first you know they may say hey new patterns available in pdf right now you'll have to wait a few months for the print version to be like available in a store to be available from us so Keep that in mind. Uh, so a PDF pattern, it's not like different, I guess. What do I want to say? Than a normal pattern, except for in the way it comes to you. It shouldn't it shouldn't scare you, Gail. You know, right, it shouldn't. Right. Uh, it, and you may be some of the environments where they are available. Well, she was really smart to ask the question. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some of the environments where they're available are unfamiliar to you. Like if, if right. you are now like discovering patterns outside of the big four, you know. And the big four are now coming around to people who want their patterns in PDF in, yes, format. there's some people that only want PDF. Yeah, they're like, I want to store them this way. Right. I want to. Actually, I think it'd be kind of cool to download them and get them printed on heavier paper. Which, that, would, that would be fun. Um, or people want to print them right away at home. You know, so they're they're kind of seeing what the uh, indie pattern designers were doing, and they're seeing that it is something that has you know a pretty high demand uh, as well. Okay, uh, I think that that pretty much covers it. You sure? I don't know. Yeah, I talked she a lot. Talked a lot. I know ZD's like so bored over there. She's not getting to talk at all. But I, <laughs> we just got this question from Gail, and I was like, yeah, um, I can talk about that on a podcast for. 28 minutes and three seconds is where Ooh. we're, yeah, you know. Uh, okay, so that's PDF patterns. If you have, you know, any other tips for Gail, you can just comment on this podcast episode. You can go to sewhere.com or you can go to sewingoutloud.com. That's a, that's a yeah, web address. We own it, and you go there, and it just takes you to all of our podcast episodes on our website. All right, ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 